Yo, about time. I was like, did he forget how to log on? What? I, had, I, like, I thought you weren't going to send it at 3.30. So I was finishing watching this show called Black Monday. Black Monday. Yeah, with Don Cheetah and my uh, one of my celebrity crushes, Regina King. Oh, how's that show? Wait, is that King or Hall? Oh, my God. Is it, so you like always, white people. You uh, just like get black people. I always people. get them too confused. No, I always get them too confused, though. Hey, why, <clears throat> why you tell me Shannon Shannon Shaw had uh, hip surgery? I sent you the link today, though. Oh, you did? Oh, it's Regina you Hall. Regina Hall, not King. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, he had hip replacement surgery today. Yeah, so they must be on vacation then, because I'm sure Skip not doing the show without him. Yeah, the Skip. He don't, he don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. They get so. like two weeks for the Olympics. Shit, he's going so to be back in two weeks for the uh, Olympics? No, 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 no. I'm sure he's not going to be in studio. I mean, he's going to do via Zoom, you know, you know how they do. From what his bed? You ain't gonna get recovered from no hip surgery in no two weeks, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you did play professional yeah, football true. for a living. You said you were watching a, a, a show called Black Monday. Yeah, that shit funny. Funny show. Yeah, yeah, so like Virginia okay. King. Uh, what's, what's, what's the uh, premise Chita. of the show? Go ahead and explain. I don't, it's it was like, supposed to be like like Black Monday, like it's showing. <clears throat> the first season started off with them at like doing like uh. Oh, my definition of Black Monday is the Monday right after the NFL season ends in football, and they yeah, just fire all the coaches. That's nah, Black this, Monday to me. This was like some. This was like some Wall Street type shit, and it just showed them like on cocaine and all the slimy shit they do to make stocks go up and down and all type. This shit was funny. This shit, I told I told Mike to uh, watch it. Oh, okay. That's a funny show, man. What platform is that on? Uh, Showtime? Yeah, I think Showtime. So you're watching it illegally? No. I have all the channels. I don't I do not do illegal stuff. I pay for all my channels. So... We're yeah, trying to. I'm, I need, I'm sorry. I need tell us what. Tell us what platform is this show on? Showtime. I told you that. <laughs> Showtime. That's, oh. a, that's an actual channel. <laughs> okay, oh, it is. Oh, I thought it was something <laughs> that you just type in on. Uh, what was that thing? Everybody no. got the, the fire the stick. stick. No, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't live that way. I have uh, a very expensive cable bill that I pay a month, so that I'm able and to watch everything that comes food. on. That comes no, on TV. <laughs> no one does that anymore. You corn ass fool. No one does that. That's true, but again, when when the internet not working and shit go crazy, I don't got time to be calling no nigga saying, hey, I need you to redo my, my stick. Or I need to be able to watch what the fuck I need to watch. So <laughs> but if your internet not be able to watch it. Huh, cable don't work through the internet. Oh, that's true. Cable's a cable that's box. True. And my TV downstairs is an internet box, is a wireless box. So yeah, that runs by the internet. But every other box in the house is is directly through the cable. So yeah, it still works. But yeah, I don't got time for that. <clears throat> I need my shit to work. Can't, I was gonna start off the show with another topic, but but since we delayed the show one day and recorded today on Sunday, 
and I think it was I think it was it was a divine purpose why we recorded the show a day later just so we can witness the debacle of this team USA basketball oh, team. Shit. I mean you, you, you have to be not, kidding me. They lost to France. I'm not saying I'm not knocking France because you should France, be knocking France, France though. NBA players on it. Okay, they'll have twelve though. <laughs> That's the problem. They don't have they, twelve. They, they can have they, two or three. They don't have twelve. Exactly. Like we, uh, I was at work earlier, right? So everybody was like, "Oh man, Team USA, man, they lost." I'm like, "Yeah, they lost." I'm gonna tell you the big, the big problem with this Team USA. The biggest problem with the Team USA is no one is willing to defer to the other. Meaning, no, see, no that ain't the problem. Well, let me fin- let me finish my take on it. Go ahead. Right now, I remember back when they had that redeemed team in 2008 and 2012. Everybody knew it was Le- it was the Kobe, it was the LeBron, it was Wade, it was Melo, it was Chris Paul, it was all the, you know at, at, at their height of their powers those superstars. Everybody know Kobe was the man, Braun the man. But you know what? The leading scorer on that team, both of those Olympic teams, were Carmelo Anthony. So that means. Those other superstars deferred their talents, knowing that, Carmelo, you are a great, pure scorer. So we're going to magnify what you do the best, which is score the basketball for us. Everybody else, we're going to facilitate. We're going to play defense. We're going to team rebound. We're going to do all the little things to help us win. And that's something wrong with this team. This USA team, yeah, like you say, they have 12 NBA players. But all these 12 NBA players, they like they're the they're the man on their team, and some of them actually are not as talented. The most talented player on the team is Kevin Durant. He can do whatever he wants to do. That's we all we all know that. But everybody else needs plays ran for them. They they, they in order for them to be stars, to, to be the man what they are, and and that's the problem. Nobody's willing to defer and actually do the dirty work. I mean, Draymond was gonna do the dirty because that's what just what he's used to. Yeah, but everybody else is just like, man, what? What is this? Tatum? Okay, you don't do one on one. You gonna try to do your thing? Okay, it don't work. Okay, I'm gonna get to somebody else. Zach Levine, I'm gonna go ahead and try to do one on one, do my thing. That that's over this person. Who's the second best player on this team? Is it Tatum? Is it Dame? Because probably Dame. Okay, and even then, <laughs> they don't even have a true point guard on this team either. That's another problem with this team. In the right sets and get put put people in the right positions to even do the things that they need but, to do because on those other teams it was Chris Paul you had on the team you even had LeBron who actually set up offense this, this team is just I, this team is built wrong. Is it, I think this team is built for international play. So when you say put your team in position, you think about NBA play for international play. They don't necessarily need that, and for some reason. The court looks smaller when they out there. Like it's not as open as it is in the NBA for some reason. I don't know if the size of the court is the same, but it just looks smaller. And the thing mm-hmm. is, like I watched the game this morning, it's it's because none of those guys can get a rhythm because they're consistently passing the ball. When you used to be in the man on your team, you shooting the ball how many times? Twenty five or better? Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting 14 shots in this game. 10-minute quarters, so you can't – it's not like you can get into a good run. 10-minute quarters. So, and then you got no rhythm because you're playing with other superstars. So, you're trying to, like, 
okay, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes, but you know, all them boys like taking turns. And I think one of the years that the only team team way was the leading score off the bench, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about overall. He had the ball head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> like you said, they all do their role. And you heard what you just said? Wade came off the bench. After being the finals MVP in old Exactly. Wade came off the bench. But that tells you two things. That team was like built very with a lot of talent. And he had to come off the bench. And he also knew his role. He ain't going to throw no ego around. Hey, hold on. Ain't too many finals MVPs on this team now. He he accepted his role and he took it. But on this team, <clears throat> excuse me, you got after KD and Dame, you like, okay, you got Zach Levine, Draymond, and and you got Bam starting. So you got two niggas who can't really shoot right there. Mm-hmm. And then you got Zach Levine. And you got Dame, who not a not a natural shooter. He's a natural scorer, not a natural shooter. Mm-hmm. And KD probably the probably the best shooter on the team. Now, no Bradley Bill, mm-hmm. so he probably the best shooter on the team. He was trash today. Then KD had eleven points, maybe twelve. He even fouled. He even fouled out. He got his fourth foul with six minutes and something left in the third quarter. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 you say he fouled out with four fouls. How, how many no. fouls do you get? You get five fouls in international okay. play. Okay. So okay. he got his fourth foul in the third quarter with six minutes and some change remaining. They was up by seven at half. And, and at the end of the third, they were down by six. And then they came fourth quarter. They had a Drew Holiday took over. He took over and got them back in the game. Mm-hmm. They, they got the lead. And then a lot of shit just went south. They couldn't get they got no plays they could run. They they also doing where they switching everything. So all France was doing was putting Rudy Gobert in pick and rolls. And then when they put a guard on him, throw the ball down to Rudy Gobert, dunk. I'm like, it's like not even they didn't even have to switch every time. But they just chose to every switching every time, switching everything. And they just was Get easy baskets. Even when he didn't get the ball down there, they'll shoot up a bad shot. He get the rebound, dunk it. You can't, you can't just be like, oh, we're gonna switch everything. No. You gotta be able to switch. It gotta make sense on the on the back end if you're gonna switch everything. If it ain't gonna make sense on the back end, you can't do it. And y'all don't got no depth behind Bam. It's like, oh, we got fucking J- JaVel McGee mm-hmm. who can barely play on teams, but let alone he an Olympian? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. They couldn't find nobody else? Like, we the only one playing. Like, France is not going to win nothing because <clears throat> they playing traditional basketball with a big man. You're not going to win like that. You got to have a man who's going to be able to stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't play They couldn't play KD at the five because you, your team not it's not loaded enough to do that. No, maybe they have to experiment and do something because it looks like it's just gonna get worse from this. If y'all out here losing to France, I mean, and France, I mean, even though, okay, the leading scorer was Evan Fournier, but I mean, their best player we all know is Rudy Gobert, correct? No. Uh, it, it depends on how you're looking at it. Okay, I don't think I don't think as far as like 
as far as what they expect from their best players, I don't think Rudy go. But I gotta say, in order for them to win gold or even bronze or silver, whatever, they're gonna have to get a lot from Fournier and Platoon. What what did you just say? The defensive player of the year is not the best player on their team. No, because but you, in, but you, but you leaning on Nicholas Batum, who who barely cracked the star lineup for the NBA, who got traded midseason and was a forgotten like afterthought when he went to Boston. I'm trying to figure out what we'll be doing right now. Yeah, and you also saying Rudy Gobert, who is the reason why they lost to the Clippers in the second round, Utah, because he can't defend. So you 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 talking about their flaws? Rudy Gobert is the reason why Utah can't get past the second round because he can't play when with teams put Marquise Morris or whichever one of the fucking Morris twins that was at the five, and he don't know how to defend because he can't sit in the basket the whole time and just block shots. Yeah, he got flaws in his game, and Orlando was tanking. That's why they changed forty eight. So. And Baton was a good player. At one point, he was a max player. That means nothing in this league nowadays. But still, he was a max player. And I'm saying, they, what they contribute to the team is going to be more important than what Rudy Gobert contributes because he can only do two things, probably block shots and do putbacks. Boys got to be able to penetrate, make everybody else better. They got to hit open threes. They got to do more for their team to be successful. Because he can could, he could block all the shots he wants. Let's segue to the oh, NBA final. I don't want to talk about that trash team. Look like they ain't going to win nothing. I want to actually talk about a team who actually accomplished something on the basketball court, which is the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's do our finals wrap-up right now. The Milwaukee Bucks were down 0-2 in the NBA finals, and they came back on the back and broad shoulders of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, he was finals MVP. And he, he, he deserved every bit of it. I don't want to hear about, oh, what about Middleton? Uh, no, Middleton, you're a nice story. You're a second-round pick, not a knock on you. You, ha- you, played, you played excellent from game three to game six, three, four, five, and six. You played excellent. You were his Robin when he needed you. He, you actually stepped up. You most. Yes, you did. But Giannis showed why he is every bit of a two-time MVP. Didn't Giannis win defensive player of the year one year? I think he did. Yeah, that was last he won- year he won MVP and uh, defensive player of the year. Yes. So he showed every bit of why he should be in a conversation as the best player, not only in the league, but probably in the world. What? I mean, everybody want to say, oh, See, best player in the world. This, 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 like, put, this, put, this on, put this conversation on pause right quick. Go Why ahead. we always got to do that? Why we always got to be prisoner of the moment? Why Why we just can't say Phoenix just had a terrible strategy when it came to playing Giannis? Because th- for me, that's what it is. They played him terribly. Like, before this series, we was all like, boy, ain't anybody to get paid, boy. He was a bust before Chris Paul came. And now you like, oh, think of that bust shit coming back out again. Because Chris Paul wasn't effective, so Aiden couldn't be effective. Aiden couldn't stick him. I never understood why people wait for Giannis to come to them. Why you don't attack him? Like, why do you sit at the free throw line and be like, okay, I'm waiting for him? Because all he got to do is hit you with the Euro, boom, boom, and he's so long, he's going to be able to dunk. But if you attack him at the, free, at the three-point line, 
and make him put the ball down, then you can crowd him, make him make decisions. You can't let him go for 50? What's, what? All he's doing is dunking. Every time. And it's like, uh, how many charges did they take in the finals? I didn't see now one charge taken by the Phoenix Suns. Because you know why? They wasn't building a wall against Giannis. That's how you that's how you stop him, you build a wall. When he do a spin move, you got a man right there. Mm-hmm. When he coming down the court, you get somebody in front of him. Aiden, like he was scared, he was scared the whole time to, to sacrifice his body. He was trying to brace for Giannis. That's why he um, stayed in foul trouble. I think what you're looking at is more of a physical thing when it comes to this Aiden thing, as far as you saying he was he was scared of him, he was bracing himself. I don't think that. What I'm thinking is Phoenix had a, a key here. I'm not saying he's the reason why they lost, but they had a key injury to one of their front court players. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Get the fuck he out tore, of here. He tore, no, listen, listen to what I'm saying. He tore his ACL. He's done. He is the backup center, power mm-hmm. forward center in that, in that mm-hmm. thing that they have going on. So when he went out, their depth shrunk. Therefore, in comes the great white hope, Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky has not seen the light of day since probably the first or second round, and it was for a reason. And even then, it was limited minutes. So when you have to thrust Kaminsky in there, so therefore, I'm saying, I, I know coaching, the cold coaching staff was kept telling Aiden, hey, look, you have to play smart. We can't get you in foul trouble. But in a young person's head, He's trying not to do things and play as free as he used to. That's why he was more dominant in the other round. Hell, even in the first two games of the series before Sarix got hurt. So, nah. and that happened. Like he, even though you want to play Giannis <clears throat> physical, but in back of your mind, you like, I can't have a team, so I can't play probably like to play because of fouls. So I, I can't do that. And I think that's what was going on. Aiton is not soft by a long shot. Aiton is super athletic. There's no way he go from defending Giannis the way he did in the first two games to doing the way he did in in the next four games. It, it was mental. He was in rather than just playing. He was more. He he had the refs in his head, coaching staff in his head, hell, even his teammates in his head because he didn't want to let them down and not actually be on the floor and actually hurt them. Again, I'm not saying he was soft. I'm saying he wasn't. And again, y'all still was scoring 30 a game and went game on game one and two. Let's not pretend like he was out there shutting him down. Absolutely right. But it was a so difference when you got eight and coming from the weak side to help. And then now he's he's even hesitant to even come from that weak side because he don't want to pick up a cheap foul. No, they was all they had eight and sticking him one on one. They had Crowder sticking Lopez. They didn't even have eight instead playing playing weak side help. They had Crowder. And the thing that I think they should have did was they should have always kept, they should have made the they should have kept letting Drew Holiday beat them. They they got beat by Drew in game five. That was a Drew Holiday game. They lost a the game at home. Drew had a great game in Middleton. One out of the six, they let Drew beat them. You gotta let him beat you four times. If he if you lose to Drew Holiday four times, hey, go ahead. But you can't let Giannis beat you every game. No, we've been a double. Uh, whoever's sticking Drew, that's who we cheating off. 
and he got to beat us. I'm not going to let Giannis get a full head of steam and he hit one way, hit another way, lay up. That's all he was doing. He I mean, just had no, nothing to stop this man. Mm-hmm. Yo, Bill Wall, whoever, J.A.J., you sticking the man in the corner? Yeah, hey, you responsible for the middle. Jay, you responsible for the left. Somebody responsible for the right. If Giannis come in, he got to hit some corner shooters. And we going to lose because they going to make 33s. But we not going to lose because Giannis keep getting and ones and getting dunks. We not losing like that. That's how they lost. And then you yes. had you had Devin Booker. He he still got that kid mentality. Well, I gotta hunt all my shots. And that's how he lost in game five. He was hunting shots too bad. He wanted it so bad that he didn't think I still gotta pass the ball. Every time down the court, it was dribble, 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 pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, shoot a bad shot. Just because the ball going in the basket doesn't mean it's a good shot. Yeah, he was making good shots in game five, but he took those same shots in game six, and he was missing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Because you can have a day where you're hitting everything, where you can shoot anything that's going to go in. But then you trick yourself into thinking that you can make those shots all the time. And that was his problem. He wasn't playing. One and two, they were playing as a team. Three through six. It was all individuals. Chris Paul tried to go in. It like Chris Paul was trying to get Finals MVP back. Hey, you got to keep doing what you were doing. Get in the pick and roll. What you were aiming. Get involved. Get Giannis in some foul trouble. Make him work on both ends. So y'all know Giannis get he get gassed real real early, easily. Hey, make him run around. Put him in a lot of these pick and rolls. Don't let him just sit around and do nothing. All right, and, and Frank the Tank had a good game six. Anyway, listen, game seven. Anyway, listen. Two points I want to make. First point. By no means am I comparing Giannis Don't say to Michael Jordan, but <laughs> listen to what I'm. Just listen. Listen to what I'm gonna say before before you just poo poo on what I'm gonna say. <laughs> You, it's easier said than done when you say, oh, don't let Giannis beat you. Don't let Giannis beat you. Don't you think the other teams were trying to not let Michael Jordan beat them? Because when you really think about it, like, really, seriously, when you really, really think about it, Michael doubled, tripled what Scottie Pippen was. And Scottie Pippen was his number two. So, and he, and I, God knows who was number three. I think they were number three by committee on the, on all those uh, championship teams. But the last three were Tony. Like I said, I okay, Tony. God bless him. He's he, he's not a Hall of Famer. Get, get the hell out of here, okay? Like the number okay. three on the Warriors <laughs> is going to be a Hall of Famer, okay? Not the number three on that Bulls team. Like we're who, not doing. Who's, that. The, who's the number three on the Golden State? If you want to that era, it was Clay. If you want to say without the Kevin Durant era, it was Draymond. Either way, they all get, famous. You're getting Draymond in because of championships at defensive player of the year. Sound like more awards than Tony Kukos won. Yeah, because that wasn't Tony Rowe wasn't to play defense. It was just, I, you know what, to be honest, I think Tony won six man of the year. Yes, he did. I was going to say that. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, that means he was coming off the bench. He wasn't even a fucking starter. Get out of here. Yeah, that's so, that was when the uh they had Robin. What was he? What, he was, where was he, he going to play? Enough to start. Get out of here, Tony. Where was he going to play? Let me finish <laughs> my point. My point is, it's easier said than done. 
to want to say, oh, I want to stop this person from doing But when they head and shoulders and better and far superior than everything you can do, yeah, you can't stop what they're going to do. You hope to minimize and contain the damage what they're going to do, but you can't stop them. You cannot stop them. You cannot stop anything that he wants to do. And as far as that, that by you saying, oh, Giannis gets gas, no. He's, he's anxious. He has anxiety. So therefore, he starts to hyperventilate and his breathing gets thrown off. He sits down, calms down. His car- Come on. His cardiovascular, uh, the way he's in shape is, is far superior in, in, than anything I think than was on that on either side of the uh, on the, the Suns team. Because that man played both sides of the court, so don't act like he just takes he just take take it take take time off on defense and just focus on offense when he's running down the court. Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. Don't do that. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I'm just saying, if you an elite athlete, the LeBron James is. And hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. so you're trying to tell me LeBron is more conditioned than Giannis? I don't want to hear that. I think at, they're at all... 20, 26, 27 years old. Yes. Yes, because I've seen LeBron do it at 26, 27 years old, playing 44, 45 minutes a game on both ends of the floor, playing your best offensive player on, on one end and give you buckets on the other end. I've seen him do that. Now, Giannis always tapping his head or whatever the fuck he do to call him to take him out. He ain't 30-something years old. Giannis still in his 20s. He's still young. I've seen Clay do it for a long time, going for 40-something in a quarter. And still sticking your best player on defense. So yes, you're right. I do want to see a nigga play. Clay, Clay went for 37 and a quarter. 37 in the quarter, and he's still sticking your best player. And that that's an NBA record, by the way. Uh listen. So my second point also is it's kind of a rhetorical question, but then it's I kind of kind of I kind of want you to answer it. Is it me or does Devin Booker look unathletic? It's like he was trying to do something, but it wasn't really coming. It's like I see him dribbling the ball. He's trying to drive the basketball. And it's like every time he turns and tries to do something, Chris Middleton is still in front of him. Goes between the legs. He goes left, tries to cross over. Middleton and Drew are still in front of him. I'm like, dude, I haven't seen you blow past Anybody, I'm talking about centers, centers as well. I have not seen you blow past anybody, and for them to compare him to Kobe, and, and by, to his credit, he shot that reporter he down. He should have never been. He should have never been compared to Kobe. I he, thought he, it. he, no, no, no. I think that's us just missing Kobe so much that somebody to just. But not he's been compared to real. Kobe from a, for a minute though. This wasn't since Kobe passed. It's been for a minute they was comparing him to Kobe. But I'm looking at him. I'm like, nah, your game not Kobe. I'm like, I've seen that game before. And you more like, mm, and it's not even disrespect to him. Because I feel like. Sound like a disrespect. No, 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 no. But Ray Allen in his prime was super athletic. Well. Super athletic. He was sneaky athletic. I put it like yeah. he was sneaky athletic. That, and, see, that's the thing. And, and let me figure. Hold on. He was sneaky Good. athletic, and then I feel like you're a hybrid between maybe a lot. 
of Ray Allen and Clay. But you don't play defense like Clay, but your skill set is that of a Clay. Like if they actually cater to you like running around off peak, but I don't think you I don't think he really wants to commit to actually moving around without the ball for them to get him shots off the dribble and different stuff because he really wants the ball in his hands to set up all his dribble. And I think they used him wrong in that. He is not one on one period. They should have actually actually they should have actually ran plays for him to get him open for screens and utilize his jump shot. Because to be honest with you, when I looked at the numbers, his three point shooting was terrible. And but he's supposed to be this elite three point shooter. I'm like, dude, no, 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 they no, not, they, they, no. that means that means the coach is not even using you properly. No, he's not an elite three point shooter. They've been saying that for a while. He's not a he's not a good three point shooter. He's a good mid range shooter. He's not a good three point shooter. His percentage from three point has always been down. Mm-hmm. But they did. They, the problem was they were using him too much. Like he should have been more. He was just dribble, dribble, pull up. And he was making some very difficult shots in a lot of those games, and he got comfortable doing that. But yo, yo, Giannis point. You were saying, oh, you can't stop him. We've seen Giannis get stopped for the past seven years, and now all of a sudden he can't be stopped. It's not that he this, this, the year was this, this this year was his year. <clears throat> he had a lot of breaks. Mm-hmm. You had Philly with B being hurt, so they lost to Atlanta. And then you had him playing Atlanta to where Trey Young got hurt, so they beat Atlanta. And then you had him you playing Brooklyn, and they got you know KD was trying to lead the team by himself. KD played both games six and seven full games. No Kyrie, no James. Well, James Hall was out there, but man, he wasn't really out there. Nah. Well, and we know if James Harden was a hundred percent, they lose to Brooklyn without Kyrie. Yes. We all know that. So he got he got lucky and was able to, you know, injuries played a role, and he was able to capitalize on those injuries, and he won. But for me, Giannis would have to. He, I'm not letting y'all dunk the ball. I'm sorry. They let him get – he went 17 for 19, I think, in the last game from free throw, from yes. free throw line. You don't get way too confident. Here's a man who shot three elbows from the free throw, free throw line in one game. Now, all of a sudden, you Mark Price. <laughs> nah. Nah. I, I need more. He's going to have to show me more than that. Well, I mean, what you wanted to show me? They fouled him. For him to get that 19 times? He was getting, again, he was getting, he got too comfortable. He got comfortable at the free throw line, and they kept sending him down. You got to play defense. Yo, we not letting him get no one-on-one, none of
Drew Holiday had one fucking good game. One, which was game five. Bobby Porter had a good game. Game six. And I'm supposed to be worried about those two niggas? Yeah. No, they won that series because of Giannis scoring 30-something points a game. Not you because made they my added, point. Boom. Not because they added point. Bobby Porter to the fucking roster. That's what I'm talking about. You can't let him beat you. You can't just sit there and let him go for 30-something points a game and say, oh, because they added Drew Holiday and Bobby Porter. That's why that happened. No. That's because you play bad defense. You let Drew Holiday, you say, oh, y'all paid for all this money for Drew? Okay. He going to have to beat us. Same thing with Bobby Porter. I'm not letting this nigga beat us. You let Giannis beat you. And they and did. Niggas, Giannis and beat him, was, too. <laughs> that, and that's why they lost, because they let him beat him instead of letting the bum niggas that they got who they think was going to change their roster beat them. Hold on. Oh, you if like you, Bobby Porter? Go ahead. Let Bobby Porter. You, you, you act like they're all on the same level. That's why Giannis him. They can't stop him. You make it seem like it's just so... I'm, it is but I'm not. asking you. You know so he what was his, what was his improvement? You can't stop him. That's exactly. That's my point that I'm making to you. How much game? How much did his game improve from last year against the Heat to this year? His game didn't improve. The Phoenix stopped playing him. They didn't play him the same way the Heat did. That's my point that I'm trying to make to you. If you played him how the Heat played him and made those other niggas beat you, you might have had a chance. But because you didn't, you let this nigga go for 50 on you. You can't let the star beat you. Especially a star who can't fucking shoot. True. You can't let that nigga beat you. They gonna dominate you like you were Shaq. You, you're not finna get in this paint. Every time you catch the ball, it's gonna be two niggas coming at you. And one of these other niggas gonna have to beat us. You not finna beat us. But guess what? They can't let him get one-on-one in the paint, dunk, Come bring the ball down, Euro, and one, laying the ball up. You can't do that. Every time you got the ball, put the two niggas in front of him. Pass out of double teams. That's what you're going to have to do. You're not going to beat him. It's going to be another finals MVP, and it ain't going to be Giannis. <laughs> That's my strategy would have been. It's not going it ain't going to be him. That's how the Heat beat the Bucks 4-1 last year. Giannis will not beat us. And you let them other niggas be the other niggas. That's why their name is the other niggas. Because <laughs> nobody knows them. Well, sorry. Giannis still beat you and he's finals MVP. So, it's over. Congratulations. Oh, to- listen to this shit. What happened? Before you go. I ain't, go, I ain't so, going nowhere. No, no. You ain't going nowhere. Before you continue, though. So, I'm looking at, I have to look up Monty Williams, right? Okay. You know his wife died in 2016, right? Right. You know that nigga remarried in 2016? Wait, what? Exactly. Not not, no. the, not the devout Christian man. Yeah, that, that's probably what he had. That's probably what he felt like he needed to remarry before he started, you know, having sex again. No, he, no, no, his no, no, wife no. died in February. He met somebody. I think she worked for San Antonio. She was something with San Antonio. And later on in 2016, they married. I was like, oh man, that's insane. Boy, boy, it don't take you long to get over these hoes, boy. How you yeah. get over a hoe? How you get over you get a hoe? Another hoe, huh? You start fucking with another hoe. There you go. Boy, yeah, there you that's go. 
crazy, boy. <laughs> she swooped right over there. The huh? other chick ain't got to worry about him sliding with the other chick because she did. Damn, he had to be he just had to be blunt about it, huh? I mean, that's what it is. She ain't got to worry about her, like you know. Yeah, I wonder how his kids feel. That was kind of quick, though. I know, man. I know. He's like, damn, like, I ain't even been dead like, the whole calendar Yeah, year. man. Her <laughs> body ain't even uh, turned to just skeletons. Like, she, she still got some meat on her bones right now. You already like, got damn, Pop. I mean, you been hitting this hole. What's going on? Or thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> even if you wasn't actually doing it, nigga, you were definitely thinking about it because, like, uh, I ain't saying that, oh, you know, man, nigga got to move on. I'm just saying, though. That shit just looks disgusting. Yeah, wondering. but his wedding band. So wedding ring on his finger in the final. Yeah. Like, okay. But in my mind, I was like, well, maybe he's just still mourning the death or whatever. He just exactly. still has it on his That's thing. what I thought. So he just never took the shit off. But he didn't have to. She, she ain't even had to buy him a new wedding band. Don't worry yeah, about it. Just keep that same one you got. I hope that ain't how that went, but... That was crazy to me. Like I thought that was crazy. Now, I think where I know. Found, it's a, where you found that story at? I looked it up. Why did you look up that? What, what did you look up? What made you go to Monty Williams? Monty Williams' wife and, and another lady came. I was like, hold on, wait, what? And then I started reading. And at first I was like, oh, it's, I thought they had met in 2016. No, I said they they announced they were married in 2016. Wait, what? Hold on, Speaking now. of marriages, guess who else got married in in this in in a love trial? Not but like an entanglement, oh, okay. I guess. Uh, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher married Matt Barnes's ex-wife. Oh yeah. The one. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, it, it. I think he married her like a week or two ago. I think it popped up on my Twitter yeah. feed. They was like, "Boy, you can't stop true love, boy." They was meant to be. All right, Matt Barnes, stop that. From this man, that man took your girl, boy. Get about it. Wait, I don't, I, see, I don't know if he took her, if he gave them to her because he was already divorced from her. He so I don't, been, know if he was, like, I don't know if he was, would say he took her from him. It's like, was, oh, Matt Barnes threw her back out to the fish. Yeah, they were teammates. But what does that mean, though? Like, people gotta, this is what people gotta stop doing. Listen, man, just because no, no, you no, work no, with no. a nigga, don't mean that's your homeboy or that's you true. owe that nigga anything. I that's work true. with this nigga. We could be teammates all we want. And the following year, guess what? We are no longer teammates. So that means I could never date somebody you used to best with? No. Mm-hmm. We were teammates for a year. You're not I stopped, but you're not my homeboy. I didn't <laughs> grow up with you. Nigga, I probably don't even know where you live. Like, <laughs> stop it. So I can see, like, oh, you took that man girl. That was that man wife. That was that man wife. And oh, like been- you too. Like future fuck uh Scottie Pippen wife. Well he don't owe Scottie Pippen shit. He don't know him. Mm-hmm. He don't owe that man nothing. Mm. All these basketball players that's messing with these Kardashians, they don't owe each other nothing. Mm. Nigga must be like, oh no, nah, I ain't gonna uh nah, I ain't gonna fuck with her. She used to fuck with Ben. No, that ain't how that shit go. It's a lot of uh NBA you know, entanglement. You remember what happened? Of course. With in San Antonio? Was it John Barry's wife? I think it was John Barry. Remember Tony Parker? That's that's how that's what ended Tony Parker and Eva Longoria's marriage. Is that, does that Tony story Parker though? was sliding with John Barry's wife. Was that is that a true story? 
Yeah, I know I, I remember hearing that, but see again, just because they're in the NBA fraternity, do he owe do he owe Jim Barry John Barry, whichever one of the fucking Barry it was? It was he don't owe him he don't owe him shit. They ain't never and played together. To think, was he on the team? Because I know Brent Brent Barry was on the team at one point, but I don't know if John yeah, Barry was on the I don't team. Think John was but on it was team. definitely John Barry's wife. But do he owe him that though? No. No. Exactly. It's vice versa all the time. These hoes always slide with uh, Again, other females dudes. It's up to your wife. A nigga don't owe you nothing. That's always been my rule. It don't matter if you know a nigga your whole life. A nigga gonna be a nigga. It's always up to your female to be like, I don't play in type of game. Because mm-hmm. a nigga yeah. take yes from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> a nigga don't give a fuck. Nigga could know that's your girl and be like, hey man, it's a real loyal nigga who's gonna be like, nah, I ain't gonna do that. You my homeboy girl. A lot of niggas ain't gonna ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas gonna be like, man, don't blame me, man. Blame your hoe. A nigga hit your girl and didn't tell you, yeah, man. I had smashed your girl last night, but she was tripping. I'm coming to you now. Why you tell me yesterday though before you smashed her though? Oh, you telling me though. after? They telling me after you done did it. Now you want to be all loyal and shit. The loyalty happened should happen last night, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's gotta be, it gotta be dude code for you to be like respect, bro. You dab him up even though he wrong, and now yeah. you gotta go kick the hole to the curve. <laughs> Both of you motherfuckers is wrong. You should have crossed the line. You should have told me. And ho, you definitely should have crossed the line. But. Hey man, that's how that shit is, man. You gotta let that shit go. But a nigga gonna be a nigga. Your girl always gotta be the one who diffuse that shit and be like, nah, I'm straight. I ain't on that. But I'm always I'm always I've always been curious to who stepped to who though? Like did did she step to him or did he and even so, like that mean if it did go down, it was always in either one of their minds. So however who stepped to who first then? This how this how the game go. This how niggas play it. And females probably play it this way too. They send you a little message to pretend like they give a fuck. Yeah, you okay? If you say yeah, yeah, the conversation starts. That's, that's the icebreaker right there. What do you mean? You okay? What happened? What are you talking about? Like just you know, just checking on you, just seeing how you, people just pretend like they care. Just, oh, just checking on you, see how you doing. This, this, and that. A little, a little, a little like on the Instagram, probably, or a little message on the Facebook. A little something, something that nobody can like. You know, if she say something back, you might have. If she, if you see that she saw it and ain't said nothing to you, oh, she ain't fucking with you like that. Yeah. But if she respond to your message, you might have her. And a nigga mind, he gonna keep talking to her. If she talk to me again, okay. If she keep talking to you. If she engaged in the conversation, you feel like you got it. And that's how niggas' minds work. And females see, probably work the same way. See, I got a problem with that. See, first off, why y'all got each other numbers in the first place? Well, again, it, it, it ain't got to be phone number. It could be social media. He could be liking her message, her pictures on, on Instagram. And boom, all you got to do is hit her with a little message. Wait, look good in that dress. Oh, whoa, be whoa, like, wait, wait, what? Hey, man, that's how shit start, man. Bruh. The same way you feel like you you 
you might have, you know, back in the day, slid to somebody, whatever, and told them, hey, I got that dress fit on you. That's the same way a nigga gonna do you, do a, do your girl. And if she bite, a nigga gonna keep going. Yeah. Then nigga gonna start doing a little slimy shit, telling her, you know, and that nigga, you deserve better. You know, nigga start doing all this, all this counseling on the on, behind closed doors and telling all your business on the low, and mm-hmm. you deserve better. When you say that, she already feeling like, oh, this nigga be doing something. Like, why you? Why you feel like I deserve better? How you know this nigga ain't giving me better? Oh, this nigga must be sly. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. They see you know, bam. And for me, like you say, that means she must want that nigga in the first place. Because mm-hmm. if you crumble, and when he come to you and tell you you deserve better, a chick that love you coming to you. She's not going to engage in conversation with your homeboy. Yeah. Go through all Talking that. She's going to step you and I'm be like, such and him. such. Yeah. yeah. She's going to step you and say such and such. This ain't going to be no, oh, okay, fuck that nigga. I'm going to get back. I'm just going to fuck his homeboy. But again, the nigga wrong too. But we so we so programmed to think that oh a nigga gonna be a nigga. I ain't even to be mad at him. I'm gonna be mad at her, even though yeah. they were equally wrong. Wrong, yes. You gonna forget a homeboy before you forgive it. The chick can never be forgiven. Never. Yeah, hey, don't don't they have a saying, bros before hoes? Exactly. This that's how fucked up. Think about how fucked up that is, though. So. <laughs> this nigga know that you this your girl. Not no slider. This ain't no girl you fuck with. Nigga know this your girl. A nigga fuck your girl. And some niggas gonna try to defend that shit and be like, shit, I, you rather your homeboy do it than another nigga. If she'll fuck your homeboy, you know she'll fuck another nigga. All facts, buddy. I feel what you're saying, but my homeboy shouldn't have fucked her. He should have came to me and told her, like, yo, I don't think she the one. And let you, you know, hey man, she had a slid in my DMs. Not you engaging in no shit, and then when she hit the fan, you want to come tell me what done happened. Uh huh. Yeah, I watched Trenton today. You ever watch Trenton? Fuck no. I watched Trenton today. I am black. I had I had watched it today. I I I still don't understand it, but I watched it for some reason. And, and, I don't even know why that's a sport, but. Okay. So a lot of these things in the Olympics, I'm like, why are they even here? Like I saw dudes with AirPods on doing skateboards off rails. I was like, what? What am I watching? Yeah, yeah it's some crazy events. You know, we got three on three basketball at, at Olympics now. For the women, I thought that's for the women. Yeah, and they also I got watching like, water polo. So women basketball is just that bad. You don't even want to see them down the court. You was like, you know what? Fuck this. Y'all just play half court. We don't have time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, I, listen, I'm I'm ready to watch a women's USA team more than the men. So while we disrespecting women, they take looking way they to be honest with you, the women's soccer team better than the men's soccer team. And the women's true. basketball team might be better than this basketball team. The the women's basketball team is is by far the biggest favorite to to win gold medal. For the yes. for the women's league, yes. And this niggas, these niggas just lost to France. <laughs> they need a three on three for you niggas to play in because you niggas <laughs> trash with five on five. Uh huh. Shit. 
They need to let France play with five people and y'all play with four. Maybe no, Shit. let y'all no, play. With, yes. Yeah, let y'all let France play with four and y'all play with five. Maybe like, y'all might have a chance. Maybe because boy, that shit they threw out there today, boy. Who? I can't watch the. I can't wait to watch the women play on Tuesday. It's a touchy subject I want to talk about. I, I defer to you on a lot of things, and I don't. By by no means am I racist, and I know when hmm. people listen to the show, they they probably feel like. Man, JB racist, man. He, he no, you you you're not racist, but both understand that everyone sees color in the world. Even though people say, "Oh man, well, you shouldn't see color." Stop it. We all do. Okay, mm-hmm. we all do it to to a degree. We all do. But there's no malicious or ill will or evil thoughts that run through my head about a different nationality or by just the mere color of someone's skin and nor do yours. Am I correct? True. So by us living in Miami, I'm black, you're black. So therefore Mm -hmm. we're not Cuban at all, period. Correct. Mm -mm. So we live in Miami and for the past, what week? Yeah. They have been, yeah, there have been protests about, what's going on in Cuba and I don't want to sound insensitive to to Cubans to Cuban Americans because being a black man I've gone through my own struggle and as black people period we've gone through struggles we've gone through struggles here we've gone through struggles all over the world yeah we're still going through struggles here but, like I say, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I have a problem when the Cubans who are here, Cuban-Americans in Miami and all around doing all these protests, wanting the United States to intervene in Cuban affairs in Cuba. I understand these people have families, they have relatives, they have loved ones over there who are struggling and battling and going through all these things. I understand this. And 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 I'm my heart goes out to them and I'm <clears throat> sorry that they're going through these things. But you can't ask America, the United States, to get involved in these things because first off, especially down here in, in, in Miami, in the state of Florida, you got arrogant and, and just came off as not even viewing your own selves as minorities. In my opinion, they view themselves like, like white people. So they went ahead and voted for Trump. And then Trump lost. I don't know what possessed them to even think Trump would even be on their side, but Trump lost. Now Biden Biden is in there. And you want Biden and the United States to go in there, practically 
wage war, take over the country and free people. That's not freeing people going in there and just taking over a country. We made that mistake when we did that over in the Middle East when Bush did it. And it took Obama damn near all of his term to, to rectify that situation. And you want the United States to go in there and do it when you didn't even elect this president, but you want him to go in there and do something. I think that's super self-centered on their part to even want that to even happen. Maybe I'm wrong on how I feel, but this is just how I feel. And, and the United States brought this upon themselves as well too, because the United States is one of the few countries in the world that actually set up bases in other countries. And I think that is a problem in and of, in and of itself as well, because who are we to go set up base in someone else's country? Guess what? No other country is allowed to set up base in the U.S. So set up base somewhere else. Man, help me if I'm wrong. Help, help me understand this. That, that, and, and that's why we have so much terrorism that happened in the United States, because all these countries are tired of the United States always putting their nose in shit that don't have shit to do with them. That's the reason why. We, when you look at it, the United States are the bullies. They know they have the best military in the world, and they're gonna let you know that. We have the best everything in the world, and we're going to let you, you're going to know that. And that's why they can set up in all these country, foreign countries and be like, oh, we, we run, we'll tell y'all how to do this. Y'all meet with us. And like, what the hell? But the Cubans thing, see, I, I had a pro- I got a problem with it because they only seem to, and we all are guilty of, you know, putting our knees first, right? Right. But none of them had any understanding when we were doing Black Lives Matter, which is something that happened here. Like, this wasn't Black Lives Matter from Africa. On our soil. Yeah, this was this was in the United States where blacks were getting killed by police and we protested here. Right. Peacefully. And that was something that, that peacefully. peacefully that happened here. And nobody understood that. They actually passed a law to keep us from, you know, doing it, making that like you can go to jail for looting and all the other shit. And, you know, rioting and all that. Which I get. But when the Cubans shut down eight twenty six Ain't nobody go to jail. You can you can peacefully protest inside a parking lot at a at a Wendixie. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta shut down traffic. And then what do you want the United States to do? Like that's that's not in their jurisdiction to all right, we're gonna go over here and do this. That's that has nothing to do with there's nothing the United States can do about it. Like I always say is you care so much about What's going on over in Cuba? Try to make a change. You're you're here. Send money back to your family. Do this, do this. A lot of them probably are sending money, helping those people out. They probably are. But I don't think you should come here and force, you know, otherworldly problems on the United States and be like, hey, we protesting here for y'all can do shit. They probably ain't even letting people see what's going on here. Because Cuba government controls what they see and don't see. Mm-hmm. So you think they saw the uh, protest? Pretty sure they did. Mm-hmm. 
And then you got Biden, and you like, hmm, y'all ain't even vote for my administration. And when they come in four more years, they still not going to revoke the Democrat because they feel like they owe Republicans for wet foot, dry foot. So they're never going to vote the Democrat, no matter what Biden does. It's always going to be Republican. Mm-hmm. So what's the incentives for for uh, Biden to step in and be like, okay, let me talk to them and let's do this and let's do that. And people running their country, how are they going to run their country? It's fucked up as it is. It's a lot of countries that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Countries where they're doing sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Killing kids and doing all type of other shit. What what you want? Did I say jump into the, that too? I don't, how many Cubans uh, our old Cubans coming over here signing up for the army to go fight? Hmm. You know, y'all, they, it, it's just people just oh, we want this done. Let's get it done. And they come here like, oh y'all come here thinking they're supposed to be this way when y'all came from something totally different. People always be like, oh, blacks want so much. This is all we know. We didn't just get here. This is all we know. So, yeah, when shit get done here, we know to protest and do this and do that. Y'all come from somewhere where y'all had no opinions. Y'all wasn't allowed to have opinions. And now y'all want to be the loudest ones with the opinions? Hmm. Uh, it, it, it bothers me. I understand. I understand it completely. But these Cubans that came here and they don't feel like, yo, we it's the takeover. Y'all didn't have no opinions over there. Y'all come here like, yo, we finna, we finna wreck shit. We finna do this, we finna do that. Like, I could only imagine getting on the 826 and trying to go home that day. People at work was telling me. They say it was horrible. Some of the guys yeah. who, who worked the evening shift, they were telling me, you know, they got off at some of them get home at like 1 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and that's and that's just that's they, they, crazy. The the meeting the, the guards for the, the express lanes is because it was just that bad. Hey, that that actually just I just don't I don't see the point. And and you know for another me. thing too, it's I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm not saying that the Biden administration doesn't even care. I'm sure they care. But it's like, he he has to be like, well, Joe, like, we can't really do anything because we don't want to open Pandora's box. If we do this, then what happens if if the Chinese government? What happens if, you know, I don't think we're really going to test Russia, but yeah, I think I think we scared of Russia, to be honest with you. That's why we don't even fool with them. But what if another country or a small population in our country go ahead and start boycotting and then voice their opinion? You can't box because then everybody else is going to want you to intervene in others. And then guess what? That's going to open up some type of dictatorship, some type of yeah. Man, we can't do that. Okay, even if we do go ahead and and free and liberate Cuba. All they know is communism and whatever and whatever government system they have over there. What are they going to do? They're going to accept what we do in the United States. I don't. I, I, what's going on? How can we regulate and they start their own? Who are we going to appoint to to run that country? We can't do that. We 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 just can't. We are we we cannot 
as a as a nation, as the United States, we cannot. What what do they want us to go over there and do? First off, we got our own shit to worry about here. That's what I'm saying. Let alone Even to be just, trying to clean up somebody else's shit when our house dirty. That that whole Biden administration was like, we pretty much won this election on the back. I'm not trying to to discredit with it because I know it's some Cuban Americans who voted for Biden, but we mm-hmm. pretty much won this election off the black off vote. Yeah. Off the black vote. So we can't just force our way into Cuba and we still have all these other issues Wait. in our own country. Did, did we forget that the president of Haiti was killed? Yes. Did we did we forget that? Yes, he was assassinated, did, murdered. Yes, this is very true. Did, did, do we see the videos of what's going on in Haiti right now? Yes. And this again, I, it goes back see, to the wet foot, dry foot. Where yeah, the Cubans can stay, but the Haitians yeah. go back. It goes back to us putting the Haitians again on the back burner and the and the Cubans to the front. You had you Cubans, you you got on the you got on the grand uh on the sand, wet foot, dry foot, you can stay. You Haitians go the fuck back. Yeah. Your president got killed and your your country is fucked up right now. Who the fuck cares? We're not even gonna talk about it. Yeah. We're not even gonna talk about you. But Cubans, you're gonna you're gonna boycott on the A twenty six and shut shit down and we demand for you to do something. I done seen a million Cuban flags since this shit started. And now I only see Haitian flags and Haitian day cars. Yeah. They ain't put none on their cars because you got people gotta understand. You got to control what you can control. Stop trying to feel like people can just fix everything. You got to have some kind of... Your outlook has to be understandable for both sides. You got to say... I think Billy said it on the Levitard show. He was like, I want America to do something, but what can they do? Mm-hmm. You have to be reasonable with your thoughts and think that, yeah, it would be good for the United States if, if they could inv- intervene, but they can't. So I can't, I can't sit here and want them to do something that I know they can't do. Mm-hmm. You also have to be able to have a brain where both sides work, where you can see both sides. And a lot of times, people only see it one way, and mm-hmm. it's their way. And when you see things one way, you, you build a lot of hatred because your way wasn't done, so you hate something. And that's what's going to happen. All these humans are going to build that hate, that America, that, that the Biden administration didn't do shit, which no administration would have been able to do shit. And the ones that probably did vote for uh, Biden probably won't vote for him this next, the next time. And you already know Florida is a swing state, so mm-hmm. I, I, be, I just trying to I be just trying to figure out how Cubans come here and be able to vote. You don't need, you don't even know if they were if they was assassins in Cuba before they came here. Mm-hmm. You don't know what their record was before they came here, and all of a sudden they come here, they get a boat, a house. Unlimited food stamps and and voting registrations from what from what and the eight hundred credit score because it seems like they all got good credit. <laughs> they all get a boat, they get a house. And it's like how the fuck, but that's what they get. I I don't understand it. I don't understand the process, but I, 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 I just wanted I just wanted your your opinion on the matter because I made it my business all week not even to broach this situation with you, this topic with you on the phone as we do our our daily calls. I made it my yeah. business not to because I wanted 
to actually hear your opinion and not be in concert on what we're talking about and our opinion on this yeah. matter right now. That's why I made it my business not to say anything to you about this. Yeah, that, that shit always... It, it, it bothers me because I just don't... It, it would be less bothersome if other people understood when you say Black Lives Matter as you got Cubans that's Black Lives Matter on their side too. Yeah. But then you want somebody to stand with you when something happens, but... Where would... And then you so you you so arrogant and just demonstrative and just so defiant when you when you protest and then you just want everybody to just I, and then when we were actually telling you actually we didn't you didn't have to see this from another country you this was actually in your country on your local news on your nightly news you yeah. saw what was happening to us as black people in this country who employ you, who are your co-workers, who are your neighbors, your your friends, you pass us every day. And then you it just feels like you ain't you didn't care because it didn't mm-hmm. affect you. Now when that's something right. is affecting you and your family that's in, in the country that you're from, now you want mm-hmm. us to be just as enraged and upset, angry, hurt as you. I'm sorry if we don't feel like that because I feel like you don't get our plight. And what we're going through, I'm not. I'm not trying to knock anything what you're going through, but you have to understand what we're going through as a minority too. And when minorities, and I'm not just talking about black people, I'm talking about shit. Cubans are minorities too. They just don't see it. Yeah, everybody's a minority if you're not white. So once we start unifying these minorities and coming together and actually, you know, trying to be as one as a, and then we actually try to do something, then I I would be like you know what all right he you know it's on I'm not saying all of them that that's just ignorant on my part I know that all of them are not yeah but I'm looking at it as a whole and and it's total I feel yeah. like they feel like they are not a minority just because they're yeah. the color I'm sure yes I know it's some some darker colored Cubans I know this I'm not stupid but I'm saying for the most part they are. You know, I mean, I don't know what J Lo's nationality is, but I know by her last name she being Lopez, she ain't white. But let me yeah, tell you something: Spanish. I'm sure she lives her life as okay. Yeah, that's I, I mean, like, come on, Cameron Diaz. Think... Cameron Diaz. Diaz oh. is not a a white name. Of course, there's some Spanish in there somewhere, but I'm but you know they portray her on television. I'm sure she lives her life. As a white woman, that's what, and that's what money, you know, that's what money will do to you. And I think, no matter how much money you get, when you black, you just gonna be black. You know, there's no separation. You might get a little, you might get off from time to time on some some small some small shit, but for the most part, you know, a nigga's a nigga. My 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 whole thing with the the uh, the Cubans was, we all seen the way Trump handled up minorities in this country the whole time he was in all president. This yeah. man said the Kung Fu virus. He started the Asian hate. Started it, right? right? He made everybody think that the Asians was the ones who brought the coronavirus to the states. That's what he said. And they, me, like I, we always talk about, I never vote 
for me personally, because to me, my life has never changed no matter who's in the gym. If you say, well, you got to pay more taxes, don't matter. I don't don't look at it anyway. What I get paid is what I get paid. <laughs> it don't bother me no either way. But I always vote for other people. Mm-hmm. What's better for other people? And when you get Cuba standing in lines and holding Trump signs and saying this, this, and that, I mean, you pretty much saying, fuck other people. Yeah. Because the Republican Party don't do shit for Cubans. So when you stand in that line and you vote for that person, you're disregarding all the disrespect that Trump has given towards the Asians, the black community, and every other community that he's fucking disrespected the whole time he was in the office. And that's why I can't personally have a conversation with a Trump supporter. Unless you're rich. If you're rich, I can understand. Okay, well, tax breaks. I get why you did. But if you're working at Walmart and your lights off every other month, I can't understand why you voted for Trump. <laughs> I can't. Unless you just hate black people and everybody else that much. And you was like, I just, I got to vote for Trump. Like I, I can't understand it. It's nothing you can ever say that make me feel like, oh, okay, I, I, I see why you did that. Can't. This man was throwing toilet paper in Puerto Rico a couple of years when they, after the hurricane, throwing paper <laughs> towels to people. Yeah. How can yeah. you, how can you vote for that? How can you vote for a man that said grab him by the pussy? Wait, hope. Excuse me, sir. What was that? You walk. You have admitted to walking into dressing rooms of the uh, the uh, the pageant, the Miss America pageant, mm-hmm. where you witness girls underage getting dressed. So I, I I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't. There's no amount of money that can make me sell my soul for this motherfucker. That's why I made it my business. Like, I'd never be the person to be like, man, I ain't going to vote. My vote don't count. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to go vote. Even if it's one fucking vote, mm-hmm. I'm going to go make put my one fucking vote in. Because if it, if it's enough of us that say my vote don't count, guess what? Eventually, all those votes who said it didn't count, come start to count. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to put myself in that in that little circle right there. I'm going to go ahead and vote and say, hey, I did my part. And that's why I live my life as I can control what I can control. Mm-hmm. And that's it. If we all live life as I control what I can control, the world would be a better place. Wow. Oh. Uh, let's end the show. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the 19th episode of Useless Sports Knowledge. Oof. Me and JV have decided we're going to do a 20-episode season. So the next episode, not this episode, but the next episode we put out, which will be episode 20, will be our last episode of the season. And we have a special topic in- for yes, we do. for nerds. Just, That'll be terrible. Yeah, but, but it's for nerds. Nerds will love it. So, yeah. all right. Peace out.